Dear friends in Christ Jesus, once again I extend you all a very warm welcome to you to this Eucharistic celebration, the third Sunday of Advent season. This Sunday is known as a joyful Sunday, rejoice in the Lord. In the gospel today we see John the Baptist appearing as a missionary giving bringing God's message and also to Paul he was also a missionary he was also exhorting us rejoice in the Lord there were missionaries a Jesuit a Benedictine a Dominican and a Franciscan were walking along an old road debating the greatness of their orders. Suddenly an apparition of the Holy Family appeared in front of them with Jesus in the manger and Mary and Joseph praying over him. The Franciscan fell on his face overcome with awe at the sight of God born in such a poverty. The Dominican fell to his knees adoring the beautiful reflection of the Trinity and the Holy Family. The Benedictine stood still, began singing a Gregorian chant in praise of God and the newborn Savior. The Jesuit walked up to Joseph, put his arm around his shoulder and said, so have you thought about where to send the boy to school? Dear friends in Christ Jesus, we have uh, many missionaries and they brought good news all over the world, missionaries from Jesuits, Benedictine and Dominican, Franciscan, and so on and in particularly in the readings today we have a great missionaries of prophet Sephaniah and the New Testament missionaries St. Paul and then John the Baptist they all echo together rejoice and prophet Sephaniah in the first reading shout for joy O Zion sing for sing joyfully Israel. And St. Paul, he is saying, rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. When St. Paul was asking the people of God, rejoice in the Lord, he was writing this epistle when he was in the prison. In the midst of suffering, he could exhort his believers Rejoice in the Lord always. And the third Sunday of Advent season is asking us to rejoice in the Lord, not only because God, we are anticipating Jesus' coming, but also as Prophet Sephaniah, he says, the Lord is in your midst. God is with us, therefore you rejoice in the Lord. My dear friends, as we going through all the readings of today, there are in five ways 
we can bring about joy in our lives. Number one, humility will bring joy into our lives. And the opposite to humility is pridefulness. And when a person tries to boast of himself, his talent, his skill, and other things, always there is a restlessness in the heart of the person who tries to establish supremacy over somebody. Always there is anxiety, restlessness, and there is a fighting for supremacy. There is no peace in the heart of the person. Humility is a thing, and primarily that is going to bring joy and the anxiety and the restlessness that goes on, keeps on going into our hearts. And humility for that quality, John the Baptist in the gospel is a great example. And when everybody thought he was the expected Messiah has come, but he said, I am unworthy to untie the throng of the sandal of Messiah. And he humbled himself and he, 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 ident he, he was aware of his identity. The one who is to come, he is God and he is just an instrument to preparing for his coming. He is a God servant, but the one, the Messiah is to come and he is the God. So he, was, he is aware of his identity and therefore he remained humble and in the same way when we remain humble and definitely that is imitating the example of John the Baptist and definitely that's going to bring joy into our lives. And number two, the gospel today we see people going to John the Baptist asking question. The crowd went to John the Baptist, asked, asked him, what should we do? Then the tax collectors went to John the Baptist and asked him, what should we do? Then the soldiers went to John the Baptist, asked him, what should we do? Here the thing is, they all reflected upon their life. And there is a saying, an unexamined life is not worth living. And we need to examine our life, where I am traveling, where, how my life is going on, how I am leading my life each and every day. I need to keep on examining and I need to overcome the repeated sins and the struggle I am going through. And we need to keep on asking ourselves, what should I do? What should I do? And that question, that examination of ourselves and our activity of each and every day, and that is going to bring and joy into our lives because that question is such a powerful question we are going to alter our behavior we are alter our habits and we are going to introduce good habits and new things into our lives and as the question would force us to bring a change in our lives i remember one of my friends and he was addicted to alcohol and then he was he found his life in a miserable condition. And then he kept on asking, what should I do? I am addicted to such a thing, such a habit. And I find myself is not happy. And he kept on asking. 
and then finally he would then he found solution through aa and then he said and god led me to aa and aa led me to god and that examination in in into every day of our lives bring going to bring a change in our lives and number 3 and what is going to bring joy into our lives and living out values and practicing virtues and when when the crowd when the, the tax collectors when the soldiers asked the asked john the baptist what should we do john the baptist advised them advised the crowd he said and if you have two clocks you shared with those who have none if you have more food you share with those who suffer from poverty and hunger and when the soldiers when they asked them what should we do and john the baptist told them you condemned with your wages and this is very important when a person who is involved in his duty and affairs when they are not happy with their wages and that will lead into corruption and bribery and that's what we see the tax collectors they were not only they received their wages but in addition to that they were greedy and they want more money as a result they tax more things upon ordinary people and that's a heavy burden for them and here we see living out the virtues if god has blessed you with more things you share with others and when you share with others and that's going to multiply you your joy with others and also you have the contentment with what you earn through your profession and that contentment and satisfaction that is going to give you more joy and more importantly and we need to prepare for god's coming and the preparation for god's coming is going to give you joy into your lives there are people they would ask me uh, father as long as soon as i get into the mass i get easily distracted i am unable to focus on the liturgy i easily distracted i don't focus and my attention is sp- split in the liturgy and the the thing for the primary thing we need to do here preparation for the liturgy and that will help us to focus i remember my my childhood days whenever we i grew up in a small village we had a 8 o'clock mass only one mass on 8 o'clock mass and we after mass when we go back home after mass it would be by then 10 o'clock we have to walk and walk to walk back so by then before we go into liturgy mom would keep the food ready and our breakfast is ready but we would not eat breakfast before the sunday mass but rather we come back from the mass and after 10 o'clock we have food and this is how i see that the preparation for the sunday mass and was taking place in my childhood in the same way there are so many of us who do the same practice and we need to have the same preparation for liturgy and how we need to prepare for liturgy and going through the readings of the sunday masses 
are arriving before the mass starts ahead of time and then reflecting upon the sunday readings and those are the various ways you can prepare for the liturgy and in the same similar way and that will helps us for preparation for a good liturgy and also john the baptist that will definitely the real participation good participation in the liturgy going to give us a joy and then finally preparation for god's coming john the baptist in the gospel he would say and jesus is going to come with winnowing fan the winnowing fan is to distinguish wheat and chaff and the wheat that will be taken into storehouse the chaff that will be thrown into fire and the this would be the difference between the repentant person and the non repentant and person who is not non repentant he is like a chaff and he will be thrown into unquenchable fire so as god is going to come and when we have a good preparation and definitely we will be taken into storehouse like a wheat and that is going to give a joy and the real preparation for god's coming and going to make us happy so my dear friends and these five ways definitely when we work through through humility and following virtues practicing virtues and examining our lives with the question what should i do and preparing for liturgy and preparing for god's coming definitely that will make our life happy and worth living and make us ready for god's coming to share his kingdom and in his joy